This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hello and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman. I'm with For His Glory Ministry, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week, figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's Word, apply it to our lives, hopefully, prayerfully become more encouraged and more like Jesus. But I'm so glad that you're joining us today. Thanks for being here. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. I'm so glad that you found us online. We're going to be looking at a specific verse today, Ephesians 4.29. And as I was standing in the store picking up some things I needed yesterday, and I heard my very first uh, bit of Christmas music, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, I was reminded that pretty soon we're going to be gathering and meeting for holiday parties, family events, work parties, all these different things where we're going to be around a lot of different people. Maybe people that we haven't seen in a long time or maybe people we dread seeing every year. I'm not sure of your situation or the party that you're going to be going to, but this verse reminds us to be mindful of what we say. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. This can be a really volatile time around the holidays when there's all these different kinds of discussions with all of these different kinds of people, uh, politics, religion, how to raise children. So this is a great way as we go into the holiday season to be mindful of our heart, the shape of our heart, and what are the words that we are going to choose to say. That's right, I said choose. So we're going to talk about that today. I'm going to show you a quick video. But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you. I thank you for this time that we can come together as a body of believers and that we can learn more about you and about your truth. And Lord, as we come into the holiday season with all of these different get-togethers and all of these different people that are going to come across our path, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you will give us your words, that we will pray before we say anything, that we will be mindful of others' feelings, that we will only have wholesome talk come out of our mouths and that we can be a truer reflection of you. I just pray for each person listening, each person watching, you will open up their hearts and their ears for what it is that you have for them today, Lord. And I just pray for a fresh anointing that I may speak your truth with love. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name, amen. So before we get started today, let's take a look at this video to kind of set the stage for what we're going to be talking about with Ephesians 4.29. 
If I were to look back at my old life, I definitely needed some, some tape. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a lot of what I said, depending on the situation and, and the get together and the people, a lot of what I said was unfiltered. I was really conscientious about wanting to be funny, wanting to make sure that I got my point out there, wanting to make sure that I got to tell my side, wanting to make sure that I got the last word in that they knew, they really knew where I was coming from. And it didn't matter what I said as long as I got my point across. And I had no disregard for people's feelings and maybe where they were coming from in that moment. I never really looked at their side of view and, and why they were saying what they were saying. And I think that's the biggest contrast, one of the biggest contrasts that I can see in my life as now operating with Jesus in my heart is that empathy, empathy for, okay, why is that person talking about that right now? Why are they sharing that? Why is that important to them? And look at it from some different sides, not just from how it affected me or what their words said to me. But overall, a big picture, why is this being talked about right now? And if you can have some empathy for where they're coming at and what they believe, you can go into the situation a little less guarded, a little less quick to share your side and why your side is better and take a breath and know that they're a person too. And that they're just trying in their best way, hopefully, to communicate how they feel about something. And I think sometimes we get caught up in the moment. We get caught up in the conversation. We get caught up in wanting to make sure that people hear our sides. And we forget that we're having a conversation with another person, someone who God loves, uh, someone who God values, and that we can show them grace. We can say words that edify and that are wholesome and that are loving. 
and still speak truth. And, and so as we're coming into this holiday season, when there are so many different parties, so many different get-togethers, so many different people that maybe we don't see on a normal basis, and you add all those really hot topics right now in the world, politics, religion, how to raise your children, um, any of the hot topics that are out there as society, what's trending right now, there's lots of it's lots of ammunition for, for talk, for family get-togethers, for communication to go dreadfully wrong. And so I wanted to talk about that today and to have us keep this verse in mind as we prepare. My old life, I would be on the go and I would be hurrying and I wouldn't even think about it. Every year, same people, same similar conversations, I wouldn't even think about it. I would just roll and go, bring my food, and then just get caught up in the moment. And as I have been renewing my mind and maturing to be more like Jesus, I can take a half a second and think, okay, I'm meeting with the same people again this year. We're going to probably be talking about this. If I can't, listen and communicate and say words that are wholesome out of my mouth and what are some things I can prepare to say or can I be out of the room or how can I be loving even when I know this is going to go down and I think that's one of the things I want to encourage you today too is don't wait until the last minute to think about some of your responses to make them to ask the Lord to make them loving and an opportunity to build people up and an opportunity for you to show the love of Jesus in all that you do, your actions, your words, your motivations. I want to read this again, Ephesians 4.29. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, politically, sports-wise, religious, things that are trending in the world but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, not my own, that it may benefit those who listen, the younger people that are sitting around the table, the other people that are watching you and listening to you talk, so that it can benefit all those other people as well. And I think that was part of my old life too, is I had no... It wasn't even on my radar that there were other people watching me. My children were watching me and out of my mouth would just come things. You know, I was trying to be funny. I was trying to be cool and it, it didn't go over well. And, and then you have younger people that are looking at you saying, well, it's okay if mom said that, you know, why can't I say that? Why can't I try and be funny? So I think that there's some really key things in this verse that, that we need to focus on. Don't let any unwholesome talk. Well, what is unwholesome? Making sure that we're aligning what we believe and what we're saying out of God's word. Helpful for building others up. We don't have to agree with their truth, but we can still love them in that moment and Speak truth with love in a way that honors God 
and still honors the person who they are and how much God values them and loves them, our answers can be uh, wholesome in that way. And that it may benefit those who listen, those that are around us that we're not aware of, uh, even Jesus who is listening to our conversation. Let everything that we say be honoring and uplifting to him as well. I have some verses that I want to share with you in addition, verses that really correlate with Ephesians 4.29. Ecclesiastes 10.12, the words of a wise man's mouth are gracious, but the lips of a fool consume him. How many times did I say something in my old life that came back and got me that was so foolish and I just wish that I could take those words back. But once they're out there, they do the damage and, and you can't take those words back. So let our words be wise. And if you know that you're going into a situation that you go into every single year, this year don't fall prey to that same routine. Think of some things that you can be saying that are uplifting. Ask the Lord to give you the right words. Ask the Lord to give you the right heart as you go into these different parties and get-togethers so that you don't come away and go, oh, I wished I would have done that differently. Matthew 12, 34, Jesus is talking about the Pharisees and the people that were um, questioning him. And he says, you brood of vipers, how can you who are evil say anything good? For out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Man, those words cut me right here. What is the overflow of my heart? If I'm talking negatively, if I'm talking loudly for everybody to hear me, if I'm talking, disregarding other people's feelings, what does that say about my heart? The overflow of our heart is what the mouth speaks. Let us be mindful of our words and make sure that our hearts are aligned with God's word. Romans 14, 19. So then let us pursue what leads to peace, not family fights, what leads to peace and to mutual edification. Again, going back to, can I have empathy for, for that person what they're, what they're trying to say, what they're going through right now, maybe why their words are what they are. Uh, maybe they're coming out of a bad marriage or maybe they're coming out of hardship financially or maybe they're, they've been depressed. What is fueling what they're saying? Can we uh, relate to that? Have empathy, right? And, and give them edification that will help them and, and also honors God. Ephesians 5, 4, nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk, or crowd joking, which are out of character, but rather thanksgiving. Before, in my old life, I wouldn't think about those kinds of things. I just, I wanted to be funny. I wanted it to be cute. I wanted it to be a funny analogy, even if it was untasteful. No matter what my reasonings were, it, it wasn't the kind of talk that I should be doing, especially with people looking at me and, and questioning my heart and listening and, and following my example. And so rather let our talk 
be thankful and gracious and wise words and not say something just for the moment, but think about how our words are lasting and can stay with people. And it can be go far beyond that party, far beyond that get together. It can be a lasting impression our words can hurt people. And then Colossians 4, 6, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt so that you may know how to answer everyone. One of my biggest passions, the biggest things that I strive for is to speak truth with love. I want to speak out God's word and the truth behind God's word, but do it in a way that is loving, that's not judgmental, that's caring, that's empathetic. And I want to be able to have my words be seasoned with salt, have someone listen and say, okay, uh, does that make sense to me? Uh, do I, did I need to hear that? Was that the Holy Spirit? How can I use those words right now? And, and how can that change my situation or help me in that situation? And so we need to be speaking truth with love in all circumstances, especially when we're getting around a bunch of different people for the holidays that maybe we're only going to see once a year. What kind of taste are we going to leave them with, right? What are we going to leave them with when they go back home? Are they going to have seen Jesus? Are, are they going to believe that you're following Jesus? Are they going to believe that, that your words are aligned with his word? Or are they going to walk away saying things like hypocrite and that you say you're a Jesus follower, but you really aren't and, and leaving in them a bad taste in their mouth and how they look at Jesus and how they look at uh, the religious, religious, religion, religious things or, or how they look at family. So we have these opportunities, right, that we can prepare for, that we can ask the Lord to give us uh, wisdom, that we can ask the Lord to prepare our hearts for when we come into these these opportunities when we're going to be around different people, to guard our mouths, to, to make sure that we're uh, praying before we answer, to make sure that we're speaking out words of, of love and, and knowing that our words are lasting, right? We can't take those words back once they're out there. Are we letting any unwholesome talk come out of our mouths? Or are we saying what is helpful for building others up according to their needs that it may benefit those who listen? I just wanted to, to give you that, that word this morning. I believe the Lord placed that on my heart as we come into the season. I get it. I know there's a lot of things out there that can cause people to be riled up, that can cause people uh, to get excited or to get angry or to want to make sure that we tell them our side and what we believe. But ultimately, right, our goal is to be planting seeds that God can water, that only God can water. We are not responsible for changing people's hearts. We're never going to be able to change people's hearts and the way they think about things. Only God can do that. But God can use us in a way, right, that we can plant those good seeds. 
that we can be a true reflection of who he is and that we can love people in that moment, especially with the way we speak, especially with the way that we convey God's truth. And we need to be mindful of that in the holiday season and every time. Just because this is, this is who we are, right? We can be the hands and feet of Jesus, showing people who Jesus is and how much he loves them. Amen. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for your truth. I thank you for just this opportunity as we come into the holidays, as we're around different people, maybe those we know, maybe those we don't know. To be constantly reminded that we have this opportunity to show people who you are and that so much of it is done in what we say out loud. So I just pray that you will give us wisdom, that we will speak your truth with love, that we will say edifying words to build peoples up, that it will be mutually benefit for everyone, that our children and our grandchildren can look to us and see people that follow you. And we can encourage them that our words are important and that we need to be careful of what we say. I thank you for this time. I just ask that you be with us as we go through the rest of this week. We love you and praise you and thank you and ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm not sure what chair you're sitting in today or where you are at in your journey, but if you need help, if you need resources, if you need encouragement, you can definitely head to my website, amybauman.com. We have daily devotions there. We have different things that you can be a part of and watch, like the chair. We have Truth in the Streets on Sundays at 10 a.m. We have a podcast. We have a store if you're looking for resources and encouraging words. Lots of ways for you to stay connected to help you on your journey to be more like Jesus. But thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.